Welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's webinar. My name is Jennifer Pastor. I'm the CEO and founder at Prosperity Childcare Training Network, one of the leading providers in the childcare professional development training. I'm excited and my team are as well to be joining iCare in a new partnership. Today we are presenting, discover the benefits of getting a CDA. I just wanna discuss a little housekeeping rules. If you guys have any questions during the presentation, please type them into the question chat box and I'll be sure to bring them up during the presentation. Again, it is my pleasure to be with you guys today for this webinar. Discovering the benefits of getting a CDA presented by Prosperity Childcare Training Network and iCare. Prosperity Childcare Training Network, we provide training for services such as childcare centers, family childcare home, family homes, school boards, and new candidates to help foster the growth and development of children by introducing them to theories and hands-on experiences. One of our main focus is to make sure our candidates can obtain a clear pathway of understanding so they can implement the best practices inside of the classroom. We also provide a platform of courses that are online, hybrid, and on-site. We offer all of the 120 hours of training covering the six competency standards and all 13 functional areas for the CDA. We offer CPR and first aid training, um, portfolio assistance, resume building, as well as leadership skills training, background checks, et cetera. To dive right into this training, um, the CDA program was and still is designed to assess a credential in the early childhood education professional. Um, we right now see that there is a huge amount of number of um, candidates as well as high schoolers that are going to the field. Um, the council recognized and um, would like to basically just keep pumping more and more professionals into the industry. And they pretty much welcome all types of early childhood education programs that include the Head Starts, pre-K programs, infant and toddlers, family child care, and home visitors for private and nonprofit businesses. Um, Dr. Moore, Dr. Kevin Moore, excuse me, is the CEO right now at the council. The mission of the council is for the, is to promote improved performance and recognition of the professionals in the early childhood education and children ages birth to five years of age. The council works to ensure that all professionals, uh, the council works to ensure that all professional early childhood educators and caregivers meets the developmental, emotional, and educational need of the nation's youngest child or children. Benefits of a CDA. These are the things that's going to really get the people in and entice them to join um, the early childhood education industry, such as professional development growth. We all know that um, the more you know, the more you grow, the more you grow, the more it's going to help in this industry. And we definitely want to produce high quality professional development training. It's going to help by increasing salaries. Um, there's been this barrier with um, in the childcare industry that owners and companies do not pay enough for what the teachers do. But getting that first step and obtaining that CDA um, there's definitely going to be a salary increase. Career advancement, um, definitely. Um, there was a survey that um, went out to a lot of professionals and 58% of those professionals reported that the uh, by students obtaining their 
CDA, um, they pretty much was able to advance and some of them even adopted um, a higher education, such as an associate's degree, bachelor's degree, and master's. Networking with thousands of child care associates, associations members, such as NEPCA, NACES, and the National Family Child Care Centers as well. And that is something that is very imperative, networking. And they'll, be, they'll get a chance to um, meet with some of their peers and get some of those um, perspectives. Help build a quality program and contribute to the program, earning quality star ratings and accreditation. We all know that each states have their own QRIS programs. And with that being said, there's a ladder that um, the teachers, the lead teachers have to meet, and as well as the directors. So by you upgrading your staff to have that CDA, it qualifies you for a higher star rating. And then the accreditation goes after if that program seeks. But normally when a program is um, preparing and they can provide the evidence of learning as well as their policies and procedures, um, it normally follows suit to where everything aligns accordingly anyway. And it's a, it's a good fit. Building a positive climate and relationships with families. This is something that is so imperative simply because you want to walk into a center and feel that great energy. You also want to know um, how is the teacher-parent communication? How is that going? Because that is where you build that trust with the family. And when you build that trust with the family, you establish that relationship for a healthy environment as well as a healthy program. Because we all know that the parents as well as the children and the teachers are all the backbone of any childcare business. And so by us having a positive climate, and building those healthy relationships, that's definitely going to work. So these um, key benefits of getting that CDA will definitely work, and it'll be worthwhile you investing in your staff. CDA requirements. These are the requirements according to the council. A candidate must have 480 hours of experience working with children ages birth through 36 months in a group setting or either um, five years of age, depending on what they choose to. 120 hours of professional education training um, with the emphasis with children aged birth to 36 months or higher, um, a professional development portfolio that reflects their professional development experiences. And in that portfolio, some of the things that are included would be lesson plans, menus, um, emergency um, agency numbers and contacts. Um, you will have a list of nine or 10 activities, such as book reports, um, learning experiences. So all of that could be inside of that professional portfolio. And some of those evidence of learning could be taken from what they do on a daily basis. And it can also be used as a key factor for if you guys were to be seeking accreditation in the future, because those are all evidence that can be implemented inside of the accreditation piece as well. Filling out an application online and going through that verification visit as well as as well as testing. So um, with the council, there is a little small um, fee, which is 425 for a electronic and 500 for a paper. So if the candidate decides to go the electronic route, they will save $75. Also, there's a um, program I hear called Teach, and Teach is pretty much in a lot of the states and they offer like professional um, assistance 
as well as um, monetary assistance through a form of grants to where your program could basically have that money used for um, the exam. And they can also um, provide a grant in the form of like a bonus for some of the candidates. So there's a lot of rewards into um, making sure that the staff have what they need and also get an incentive on top of that. And I forgot to tell you, there's an alignment with some of the programs out here that teach will pay for the training. You just have to get with your state to make sure that um, they are aligned appropriately. What do I have to do to be eligible for a CDA credential? The eligibility requirements to apply for a CDA credential are as follows. You must have a high school diploma or either have or either be a junior in a high school or senior in the early childhood education slash child development career and technical program. Anytime before they apply, they must make sure that they're willing to complete the 120 hours, um, make sure that they um, have worked in child care within the last three years, or they can work while they're in the programs obtaining that 480 hours. And they must, before um, the six-month expiration period, prepare a portfolio with all the requirements outlined in the CDA competency standard um, notebook and textbook. And um, so all of the things are there, and this also can be found on the council website as well. But this is something that you could definitely um, have them complete and create that apprenticeship while they're inside of your facility as well, because this is going to be a good thing to make the, make sure that you have the right candidate and that that candidate is a good fit, not only to obtain the CDA, but also for your program. Alignment, making sure that licensing standards and accreditation um, go, and for me, I think they go hand in hand because some of the qualifications would be making sure that your rules, regulations, and statutes are followed according to the state agencies. So however your childcare agencies have a lineup, whether it be the minimum standards, whether it be their program um, manuals that they have that's laid out with their rules and regulations, you wanna make sure that you always are in compliance with the state by following their rules, regulations, and status. That way your program could be one that is quality. Um, making sure that the education requirements are there as well, going by the state standards as they outline the job descriptions, as they outline the education qualifications as well, making sure that you have policies in place. Um, I think a program really thrives off of policies because that's where you can reflect back to in your program, making sure that everything goes smoothly. And if there is some customer service issues or uh, issue that arise with a staff member, you can always reflect back to your policies and your procedures should be a direct reflection of your policies. So the way I look at it is that I have my policies in place. The programs have their policies in place as well. And then the procedure goes accordingly after because your procedures are a direct reflection. That evidence of learning piece um, evidence of learning can be what your teachers are already doing their best practices every day, making sure that they are aligning everything according to the standards that are in place with the state agencies, as well as the curriculum, as well as um, NACI codes of ethics, and making sure that everything aligns also with licensing, because for me, these are like the ABCs of any program, which is your licensing, your standards, and your accreditation piece to make sure you're providing a high level of um, quality 
um, training for your staff, as well as um, care for the children that are there. This is a, um, a really good website here that I use, which is the National Database for Child Care Licensing Regulation. It's a tool where you can find a lot of information state by state. Um, you can keep up with um, a lot of the changes that are taking place, a lot of the tools that they're using, a lot of the um, things that they're going to be put in place as well um, for different agencies. And so you can pull up the state profile. It normally gives you all the information about the state, the rules, the regulations, their policies, their subsidy programs. And um, then it says search all regulations. You can look under the, the regulations that that state have and, and make sure that you follow suit. And then the data. I like to check the data simply because the data is factual and the numbers are there. So I'm able to kind of see the trends that we can follow and make sure that our program is providing healthy information to not only our staff members, but to our public, which is our parents. And so going back to alignment, making sure that your licenses are good with the state, making sure that your standards are good, and making sure that if you would like to follow suit with that accreditation piece, that you'll be able to have all of that stuff. And going back to the qualifications right here, these are the key elements which will be essential for your program. Do anyone have any questions? Okay, I don't see anything in the chat. Right here is the standards and CDA areas. I like how NACI aligns their standards with the CDA subject areas because it allows the program as well, um, as well as the teachers to kind of see how they all align accordingly. And this is just a screenshot of the NACI standards. And as you see, subject area one and two, I mean, one and eight is at the top and it aligns with promoting child development and learning. And so... It says students preparing early childhood degree programs are grounded in a child development knowledge base. They use their understanding of young children's characteristics and needs of the multiple interaction influences on child development and learning to create environments that are healthy, respectful, supportive, and challenging for each child. And so it lines up with providing a safe and healthy learning environment, which is your subject area under the um, 13 functional areas for the council as well. And then if you look at... Um, Subject area eight, understanding the principle of child development and learning. This is a subject area that the council also put there. And so this is the typical development expectation for children from birth ages five, from birth to five. And so it, everything will line up accordingly. And for me, I think NACI is a great um, company to kind of to look at in terms of the standards to make sure your program could be one that is quality. So if you're lining everything up according to NACI standards, and you're using those CDA subject areas where your teachers would definitely get the benefits from once they are obtaining the CDA area. CDA, I think retention will definitely be good because you and your staff will also be following the right protocol. And then the staff will know what to do inside of the classroom. And so producing those lesson plans, making sure that the schedules are there for the weekly, making sure that you know um, they're following your policies and your handbooks and not just doing it, but they actually have that why and that how piece, this is gonna be beautiful for your for any program. The benefits of accreditation. These are some of the key um, benefits I thought was definitely good and according to the study 
um, that we conducted. Um, quality team building skills and goal settings. This is a really good key element um, when you're looking to become accredited because you would definitely want to have those um, have your team um, set goals. You would definitely want them to work together. Implementation of best practices daily. If you're following NACI codes of ethics, then that best practices is going to show in your program. Creating a pathway for partnerships with state quality ratings and improvement systems, which is what we talked about with the QRIS. You definitely want to make sure that you're following suit with that as well, because it's going to produce those healthy relationships and partnerships. Um, it can be used as a part as a positive marketing tool for prospective parents. So saying that your program is quality, saying that your program, um, you know, is part of, of a great um, agency would definitely have you guys in a positive limelight. Um, tax exemptions and certain educational requirement and pro property taxes. You guys will get discounts and breaks on that as well, being under being accredited. Um, higher reimbursement for school readiness providers up to twenty percent. I know there are certain um, agencies that allow you guys to get like a increase in subsidy rates. Um, they will also allow you to get a certain percentage with the um, food program and things of that nature. So you definitely want to look into that in the school readiness program, which is considered to be um, a great subsidy program and look into that as well, because there's great benefits. And then there's a um, piece that you guys get with your state as well for quality, being quality rated. Um, having great staff retention and increasing morale. This is going to be good for um, you guys, because you definitely want to make sure that your staff rate is not at an all-time high in terms of turnovers, but sometimes that's kind of like the life in the childcare industry. But we're moving to quality as we excel, excuse me, as we excel, and we want to make sure that our program not only reflects, you know, great, great quality work, but we want to make sure that the people can um, also be great people in what they do. Um, free grant money. There's a lot of money out here that um, centers can take advantage of. Um, if you are accredited, that is free. So definitely um, look at that. Um, military child care fee assistance. There's um, Child Care Aware, which is a great website you guys can take advantage of as well. I love Child Care Aware because they provide all of the information out for like the Navy, the Army um, programs, and you can download the application. You can also... Um, look into anything, any um, data um, per state on their website. So again, Child Care Wear is a great tool. Community partnerships. Um, this is a key element and I have found great success in that. And you know that women are the, the backbone right now in terms of the workforce. And we want to lead like a mom. So 89% of American workers agree that working moms in leadership roles bring out the best in employees. Um, as compared with working fathers or employees without children, they describe mothers as 65% um, best listeners or better listeners. Um, they're 51% calmer in crisis. They're 47% more diplomatic. And they um, operate as a team player at 44%. Partnerships with healthcare systems and community-based childcare organizations can be leveraged to ease the access to career barriers that lack a um, childcare resource presenter, pretty much. And so if you look over here, 
there's no secret. I mean, we really drive the workforce here. However, you know, women are ready to get back into the workforce. They're ready to make sure that they can provide and be stable, but they just need that help from, you know, the workforce out there for those companies providing a level of stability. And so I think any employer that's out here now, they all they need to know is that um, women are the heart. And um, knowing that their children are receiving the best care and education, they can't lose. And you guys don't want to lose that, that, um, that drive with women. Where do I start? So if you're looking to partner with your local community partners, I suggest that you contact your local hospitals, states, um, agencies, stores, or production companies, because they actually have that RFP, which is a request for proposal that you can get from them. You ask them if they're interested in on-site or nearby childcare services for their employees, and then you present them with your elevator pitch, ask for an appointment, ask for their RFP package, um, ask them would they be willing to offer discounts and um, payroll deduction. And also some of the employers out here, they are willing to even pay your enrollment fee just so they can get a jump start and make sure that they have a stability um, pipeline for their parents in terms of care. Because when you call around, you're gonna you ask them one of the key factors that I do when I'm I'm working with a child care provider, I always ask that employer, um, what is the main reason why you're I'm having a high turnover? And they most likely would say due to child care or due to, you know, they're calling in because they don't have anyone to care for their children. So providing that partnership that they need will be essential. Also, another thing I wanted to mention to you guys before we get into the Q&A would be community-based um, grants. You can definitely um, go into the community and such as Walmart, Target, they have that community um base grants that they offer without having to log on to the system. I think it goes up to $250. You can ask for the manager. Make sure you have your EIN number with you. Make sure you have your licenses with you as well. Or even call prior to coming and they will load that gift card right there for you. Um, sometimes if you let them know that, hey, you are seeking to get that grant and you do not necessarily have to be a 501c3. Um, company to receive those small benefits. I will dive a little bit more into um, obtaining that CDA and what is would do to actually help your program as well. Um, I do know for a fact that if your center have lead teachers that are um, obtaining their CDA or if they are looking to, or if they have it, you would definitely see a change in the way that they are implementing their best practices, the way that they are creating their lesson plans. And there's a lot of good curriculums out here as well that you guys can use and adapt. There's a free membership out here with HighScope. HighScope actually uh, allows students as well as um, professional candidates to take advantage of a free membership. There's other memberships out here, such as NACES, such as um, NEPCA, um, and other uh, memberships as well that can be found on the council website for them to obtain. You want to make sure that your team have everything that they need. And there's also resources out here, such as the block grant and the stabilization grant that you can get in contact with your state agency to make sure that there's money set aside for professional development.
one of the things that I care, which I love that they're doing a new in their child care software is they're implementing the training that's going to be all in one place for professional development. So say, for instance, if your program needs ongoing training, they can, your staff members can use that training to obtain 120 hours as they're working towards that goal, or they can take advantage of that four weeks program within those 120 hours. Most of the training that we are creating for that program inside of eye care will be able, um, your students, I mean, your teachers, as well as your directors will be able to use that program because it will be the best implementation of eye care, a mixture of the training. So therefore you begin to, with one, you'd be able to know how to use the software as it retains to um, parent-teacher conferences. There's a place in there. There's a place for the lesson planning. There's a place for the curriculum as well. So that would be a great piece. I would love to hear any questions that you guys may have before we move forward. Yes, where do you say list of membership? Yes, there is a list of memberships that can be found on the CDA Council website. There's a list of membership that can be found on the CDA website. Also with Teach, I don't know if you guys know about Teach. Teach is a great program that you guys could definitely look up. They have everything aligned according to each state, what is available to your program. They have grants that are available to pay the entire tuition according to the state for the CDA. They also offer the, the $425. There's a small percentage that the program will be responsible for as well as the student, um, but you can choose to pay all of that as well for your students. And then there's a bonus, so there's that incentive. Um, Ms. Erica, we have staff that have their CDA, but they have expired. What can we do at this point? Will they have to start over? Some, on the council website, they do have um, the renewal. If they are within a certain period, they do not have to start over. They can go through renewing them, which would be only um, 45 hours that they will have to receive. And making sure that they receive that 45 hours could um, definitely be attained. And um, making sure that CPR and first aid is up to date, making sure that they have um, a letter from their um, program administrator or ECE reviewer showing that they have um, everything aligning accordingly, I will be happy to direct you to the CDA Council website and you can go on to the renewal and um, it would definitely break everything down and they have a package there as well that would explain everything. However, if you guys are, if you're needing the training, we can definitely um, give you the training for the, um, for the renewal as well. Thank you guys for joining us. For this webinar today. This is our contact information with eye care as well as prosperity. Whether it be local groups doing the CDA. If you are a part of eye care, that's one of the features that we're going to be rolling out. Example at local child care centers. If you are, I hope I'm answering your question, um, Ms. Erica. If you are part of the eye care 
um, family and you have the software, then yes, there will be local um, training that will be held inside of the software as well as um, training for the CDA renewal. I don't know how other um, companies will be doing theirs, but I do know with software with iCare, it'll all be packaged inside of the software. And then there will be um, trainings, live webinars and trainings that we can definitely um, use. Our program is accredited through ISET, which is um, a prestige training, uh, not training, but a prestige um, accredited platform. So it is recognized as well as national, as well as international, and is recognized by the CDA Council as well. And we are also one of the CDA Council partners. I would say this before we end this session. If you guys, I, if you guys do not have a system that is that you're using for your childcare program, I do encourage you to definitely put in place a system that could be automated. We all know that paper is going out the window. You do with a system that you can have, um, you can basically have electronic one and then print it off and store it. It saves your director's time. Um, so she don't have to be typing everything up. Um, I think that's gonna be the key to being innovative as we move forward into the new year, being super organized. And that's one of the key things that you can have in your program as well. I would say that candidates in the past and they're moving towards now, love a program that is operational and functional by being organized. And so those are the key factors that they are attracted to organization as a whole and making sure that they have a system that works and a system that could definitely um, be automated. Yes, we're actually uh, one of the South Carolina um, trainers and we have our platforms. They are um, being accepted by South Carolina's right now, actually. Um, we will have all of our trainings um, in the South Carolina platform, um, according to Ms. Nicole, by the 15th of this month. However, we are ISET approved. So um, by us being ISET approved, those trainings should be um, on there and listed. And we would be in the South Carolina calendar and newsletter following um, this month. So hopefully December. Um, according to Ms. Nicole, our, our training should be counted, being that we are ISET approved. So we are just waiting on Ms. Um, Nicole and her staff over at the um, SC Endeavors to definitely put everything in. Um, she told us to give it to the 15th of this month. So all of our trainings that we will be offering for eye care inside of the platform will also be located um, in, inside of the platform. Everything else have been approved for South Carolina. We're just waiting on them to approve our trainings, which she said is just a process because they are out for holidays this Friday. I will keep you informed um, as well. And then be on the lookout for the newsletter, which will make the announcement for our organization. Right now, we are definitely in um, Alabama. Well, you need our personal SC Endeavors numbers. Um, that will be something, um, if you are a customer with eye care, then we would definitely reach out to you to make sure that we can, um, awesome. Then yes, then that will be something that we would definitely get from you um, and make sure that it aligns accordingly with South Carolina so you can get those training hours if you decide to do the CDA. Right now, our training 
could be found um, in Mississippi. We're on their um, platform to be able to offer the CDA in a four weeks program. We are approved by Atlanta, what Georgia. So um, it is on the Bright Start right now on their platform. Um, we are approved by the council as well. And um, ISAP. We are going to other states and submitting them. But the main thing that you guys really need to um, understand and know is that once we go through a, uh, uh, I guess, a long process such as I care, I mean, such as I set, that the training is quality. And um, we would definitely be uploading to all the states. It just takes time for them to um, be able to do their job accordingly. And we definitely understand and respect that. But we are ISET approved. You can definitely go to our website and look at the accreditation and also go to ISET to verify our accreditation on their website as well, which is ISET.org. I do um, appreciate everyone for attending today. I want to say that this partnership with iCare is going to be a great thing, I believe, in my team as well, because being a teacher, being a director, being an, a previous owner, and now working as a consultant and a trainer, I get a chance to see it from a different lens. And so I definitely understand how the software would be a great piece, but also how important it is to make sure that you're in compliance with the state to make to by providing that training that you guys would definitely need. And I want every child care owner to make sure that they get all the benefits that they can by having quality um, programs put in place and quality staff as well. So any um, updates and news that we um discover we will definitely be um, putting that out and making sure that i care including in the newsletter monthly thank you for everyone joining today it was a pleasure having you guys here with me and listening <laughs>